Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Find Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Michael. I'm a registered dietitian and sports nutritionist, and I'm talking with athletes and experts about the key actionable things you can do to improve your health and performance. So let's jump right in. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Find Your Edge podcast. This is your host, Michael, and we're mixing it up a bit this week. Uh, so I will be here riding solo, and we're going to be talking about alcohol for athletes. As a registered dietitian, this is actually a question I get quite a bit from people, uh, is can alcohol fit into my fitness healthy lifestyle, or is it not okay? How much is okay? So we're going to get into all of that today, and we're going to keep this episode pretty short, hopefully. So you guys probably don't want to listen to me ramble for too long. Just kidding. You guys like hearing me ramble. Hopefully that's why you're here with the podcast. So we'll get into all of that. Um, so we'll jump right into it uh, with alcohol. So there's some research that alcohol work. Let me back up. We're going to start kind of go through like the quote cons and then we'll go through like the quote pros and then kind of where that balance point is. So getting into it. Some research suggests that alcohol after exercise can increase your cortisol levels, uh, which can in turn interfere with adaptation and recovery. So, you know, maybe timing is going to be important with alcohol. Uh, Alcohol can also displace some other important calories that contain all those important macro and micronutrients that we need for performance and for recovery and health. So one of the things to consider is that alcohol is pretty calorie rich. So if you think about all of our other macronutrients, fat has nine calories per gram, alcohol has seven calories per gram, and then carbs and protein each have four calories per gram. So it's, it's pretty calorie dense. Uh, the other thing to consider, well, let me elaborate on that. So with it being pretty calorie dense, it can displace food and we don't want to displace like really important protein that helps us with muscle recovery, and we don't want to displace carbs that are going to help fuel our performance. So that's something to think about is, again, that may be where a moderation piece comes in to make sure that we're not doing too much and displacing calories. The other thing to consider is that alcohol is a diuretic. Uh, It's actually can be a pretty strong diuretic as well. So, you know, if we're not actively working to hydrate while we're consuming alcohol, it can lead us to becoming dehydrated. And then in turn, that can impair recovery pretty drastically. And it can also impair future performance. So, you know, if you get really dehydrated one night, performance the next morning may not be so great. Something else to consider is that alcohol can disrupt sleep. Uh, So primarily it'll reduce the amount of deep sleep we get, um, which is the phase, the cycle of sleep that's really important for like muscle repair and growth and recovery. Um, So this one's actually like a really uh, surprising thing for a lot of people. A lot of people think that alcohol helps you sleep because, you know, most of the time, a lot of, for a lot of people, if you drink pretty heavily, you have an easier time falling asleep. The problem is not falling asleep. It's once you get asleep, it tends to keep you in a lighter level of sleep. So we're not getting all those really good deep sleep benefits, but it's not all bad. Um, So there is some research that light to moderate alcohol consumption can reduce the risk of heart disease. Uh, It can also reduce the risk of ischemic stroke. Man, that one's hard to say early in the morning. Um, It can also reduce the risk of diabetes. And overall, light to moderate alcohol consumption may reduce the risk of premature death. But what does that mean? So we're talking about like light to moderate alcohol consumption 
what does that mean? So uh, a standard drink is considered to be 12 ounces of beer, five ounces of wine, or one and a half ounces of hard liquors. So that's like whiskey, vodka, tequila, gin, rum, all of those are considered like your hard liquors. So that's a standard drink. So moderation is considered to be one to two drinks per day for men and one drink per day for women. So less than that would be more into that light alcohol consumption. And then the one to two drinks per day for men, one drink per day for women, it's going to be more of that moderate alcohol consumption. So what we do know about alcohol consumption is that moderation is going to be important, just like anything else. I mean, with all the episodes you've listened to with like Chris or Sarah, um, this is like moderation is something that continually comes up when it comes to food. So, you know, sweets, treats are not bad, but it's about moderation. That's not what we want to be eating four times a day, every day. Same thing with alcohol. We just don't want to overdo it. So the other things to think about is that the timing may be really important. Like we kind of, like I kind of noted a little bit ago. Um, so again, moderation is going to be important. And then the timing piece, maybe not drinking drinking immediately after a workout. We want to make sure that we're rehydrating after our workout, getting in those carbs and proteins to make sure that we're repairing and refueling so we can hit our next workouts well. But this is something, you know, if alcohol is something that you want to consume, there is a place for it. Just, you know, like I said, maybe not immediately after your workout. The other thing to think about is like we talked about with the dehydration piece is when we're consuming alcohol, we really want to make sure that we're focusing on hydration. Like we want to make a conscious effort to head into it hydrated, hydrate during and hydrate after. So if you know, you're going to go, I mean, a, a pretty common one with a lot of the, the individuals and athletes we see is, you know, you go for your morning workout, you kind of do some stuff throughout the day. And then at night you're going to a brewery or having a couple of drinks with friends, nothing wrong with that. But that's one of those where after your workout, making sure you're rehydrating. And then before you get to that brewery or your friend's house, or these days zoom to have a drink with your friends, you want to make sure you're hydrated headed into that. Another thing you can do is, you know, for every drink you have, have a glass of water, like after it, with it, whatever, um, to make sure that you're staying hydrated during. And then afterwards, again, making sure that we're rehydrating and staying hydrated is going to be a big piece to make sure that it doesn't offset our, that the alcohol doesn't offset our recovery or impair our performance, you know, the next day, the day after. Um, so we talked about the moderation piece with the number of quote standard drinks but moderation also looks different for everyone. So you may find your own place of moderation. So for one person, moderation may be four drinks a week or four nights a week. Uh, for someone else, their version of moderation may be one drink a week. And for somebody else, even it may be only one drink a month. So moderation can be all over the place. It's all about how it fits into your lifestyle. Again, big point here is not that you need to drink or that you shouldn't drink. It is more a conversation around if you like to consume alcohol, you are an athlete or you want to lead a healthy lifestyle, how can that fit in? Um, so that's one of the things as a dietitian, I never tell people you can't drink, you shouldn't drink any of that stuff. Or there's definitely not ever a conversation about you should. Um, but it is one of those things where you, 
it's about what's important to you and you have to consider your goals, which we'll get into in a minute. The other piece of the puzzle that can kind of make a difference is the alcohol type. So you hear it touted a lot, but red wine is, is going to be a particularly more quote healthful one. So red wine is high in healthy antioxidants uh, and it has been linked to more health benefits than any other form of alcohol. So, you know, if we're really looking to get the health benefits, maybe erring towards the red wine, but you know, if wine's not your thing, that doesn't mean you're, you're totally out of luck. But like I said, it depends on your goals and that's going to dictate kind of what your moderation looks like, your lifestyle, all of that. So if you do like alcohol, you want to consume it, there are ways to integrate it into your diet and around your training. And you just want to make sure that there's moderation there. And as long as we're practicing and exercising moderation, there's really no major evidence that we need to avoid alcohol. So again, kind of looking at this holistically, um, if we can look at some of the quote cons of alcohol, big ones being uh, from heavy alcohol consumption, displacing calories, and then leading to dehydration because of its diuretic effect. So we can counteract a lot of that and still incorporate it, you know? Uh, so not drinking super heavily, not binge drinking, um, making sure that we're still getting our meals the way we need, making sure we're getting those good calories in, the good proteins, the fats, the carbohydrates to make sure that we're repairing our muscles after workouts, that we're replenishing that glycogen and that we're, you know, refueling and preparing for our next workout then it can fit in. Um, the other piece is making sure that we're staying hydrated. As long as we're doing that, there's not a problem with it. Where the alcohol starts to become a problem is if it is displacing our good calories. We are getting super dehydrated or the timing of it's really bad. We're just not doing ourselves any favors as athletes. So um, you may also decide that alcohol isn't for you, that drinking isn't really in line with your health and fitness goals, and that's okay too. Um, I can't remember who it was. There was a comedian I heard once and I really wish I could remember who it was. So if you know, let me know. Uh, but he said he had a joke about the fact that you can tell people you don't drink water because you don't like it. And no one bats an eye. Like nobody thinks it's weird if you don't drink water, but if you say you don't drink alcohol, everyone's like really taken aback and almost personally offended. So it's really interesting. Um, so it does make it hard if you choose not to drink, you know, there's a lot of peer pressure there because our society is very like, alcohol consumption is the norm, but there's nothing wrong with deciding that alcohol isn't for you or that it isn't conducive with your goals. And that peer pressure can be really hard to overcome. But I think one of the things that's really helpful for people is if you really focus on what your goals are, uh, then, you know, if you like when other, when you're in an environment where there is drinking occurring, um, obviously, you know, less of that nowadays with COVID, but pre COVID, hopefully post COVID, you know, back to those social settings. Um, there is kind of that peer pressure drink. People ask you if you want to drink, um, just focus on your goals. And then I think the other thing is like, if someone tries to pressure you, just think about how silly it is for someone else to think that they know what's best for you or how silly it is for someone to encourage you to do something that isn't that you've decided isn't in line with your goals. Um, so there's nothing wrong with not wanting to drink. There's also, you know, as an athlete, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a drink occasionally. Uh, it's all about finding that moderation and finding where your goals are. So to kind of get back to that, you know, how the goal piece works into what your picture of moderation looks like, you know, if you're, if you're a, like have some really lofty goals, you know, I mean, you're looking to go to the Olympics or something, you may be 
having alcohol less frequently um, just because you really need to make sure that you're peak hydration all the time and fueled properly and, you know, sleeping your absolute best because you've got training sessions all the time, you know, but if you're, you know, just working out for fun, maybe there's nothing wrong with having a drink every once in a while. So again, it, that picture of moderation looks different for everybody and you really have to decide like what your goals are and if and where alcohol fits into that. But big summary is kind of the whole thing is we get asked a lot about how alcohol fits into a healthy lifestyle. There are pros, there are cons. A lot of the cons we can kind of actually counteract. Um, we can have a plan in place to work around those things and keep them from being such a big quote con. Um, so I think that's, that's like something really beneficial to think about if you are someone who does like to consume alcohol is okay. I, I do like to have a beer a couple nights a week or whatever it is, a glass of wine. How can I make sure that that doesn't drastically impact my athletic performance? And we talked about all those things. So that's, I think that's something that's really cool about it is by us knowing, you know, some of the drawbacks per se, we can counteract that and make them not such a big drawback. Um, and, and make sure that it's something that we can fit in. So moderation, the quantity of alcohol we consume, the frequency we, with which we consume it, and the timing of it are all going to be important things to consider. Um, again, moderation in all three of these respects is going to look different for everybody. So you kind of have to find what works for you. And then my last point is going to be if you decide that alcohol is not conducive for your goals, that's okay too. So, you know, it's okay to consume alcohol. It's okay not to. You do what works for you and what helps you reach your goals. So uh, that's all I've got for this one. Like I said, we're going to keep it a little bit shorter. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, we should be available. You can search us, find your edge. Uh, follow us along on social media. Um, we are on Instagram at the endurance edge and the fueling edge. So that's our meal service and our business. Uh, we are on Facebook at the endurance edge. And then let me see. Oh yeah. We also have a super special, uh, promotion, I guess we'll call it. Hopefully, hopefully that's the best thing to call it right now. So right now, for listeners of the podcast, we have got a uh, little coupon code to get a free hat if you purchase one of our at-home sweat testing kits. So we've kind of talked about this a few times, but we do have an at-home sweat testing kit where you can go on our website, theenduranceedge.com, or the sweat kit. Uh, you perform the test yourself. We give you all the instructions, and you will... Let's see, uh, you will learn how much fluid you're losing and then how much sodium, chloride, and potassium you're losing so that we know how much you need to replace per hour. So for a limited time, uh, if you use coupon code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you can get a free hat. So it's either a visor, trucker, or a headband with the purchase of one of those at-home sweat testing kits. So feel free to hop on there, grab one of those. Um, super useful test, like one of the most useful tests if you're an athlete, especially working out in like the heat, humidity, all of that. So can't, can't promote that enough. Um, 
And yeah, feel free to reach out if you have any questions or if there's anything else you want to hear on the podcast. And like I said, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any, miss any episodes. Thanks for listening.